listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest is the All-American Girl. She's someone who truly dances with the stars and keeps you laughing in the Lifetime hit comedy, Drop Dead Diva. Here, very much alive, is the one and only actress, comedian, author, singer, blogger, and major dog advocate, the one and only, please give pause and applause to Margaret Cho. Welcome to the show, Margaret. Thank you very much. I think I probably skipped some things, but man, you do a lot in a day. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. I do. I do a lot of things. Okay. Well, we know you've been quite busy. I know Drop Dead Diva is, what, headed for season four on Lifetime. Is that right? Yes, that's right. And um, we shoot in Peachtree City, Georgia, so I'm about to leave to go back on location, which is sad because it takes me away from my dogs, who I love, but my husband takes really good care of them, and so it's nice, but it's sad to be dogless for six months out of the year. It's really hard. I hear you. I share your fur pain. I really do. You know, folks, we're yeah. going to talk a little bit about Margaret's show, Drop Dead Diva, and the two special, I think it's two now, right? Dogs in Your Life, yes, right? Yes, they're, right. they're very special, yes. All right, we're going to talk about them, a little bit about our new CD called Cho Dependent, that's C-H-O, Dependent for all you guys in a gift-buying mood, and maybe another tattoo. She probably is getting a tattoo right now as we speak, another one. I, I have no have idea. A, yeah, I have a lot of them. <laughs> All right, we're going to learn a lot more about Margaret Show after we pay for this show by taking a commercial break. So, everybody, I want you to sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. Oh, behave. We'll be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. 
Welcome back to the Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. As I said, we have Margaret Cho in the house. Well, actually, <laughs> technically, I think you're in, uh, what, Peachtree City, Georgia? Well, right now I'm in Los Angeles. Okay. I'll be going to Peachtree soon. Okay, what a great little town. But uh, I know that's where the setting is for Drop Dead Diva. So you have to say temporarily bye-byes to your two doggies. And please help me with their names, Bronwyn and... Bronwyn is the older girl. She's... Okay. I don't really know what breed she is. She's kind of one of those dogs that, like, nobody really knows. She looks kind of like a cattle dog, but... She's definitely a mix of something, and somebody found her downtown and brought her over to my house, and so she never even got into, like, an animal shelter or anything. She was just found on the street. And then Gudrun, who's from the South Central Animal Shelter, is a little Pomeranian Chihuahua. Nice. You know, I'm laughing because I'm taking care of a friend's dog right now named Bear, who is a Chihuahua Pomeranian, and I nicknamed him Pencil Legs. Now, oh, I don't know, um, does Grendon have, like, little pencil legs? Well, she's or- got, like, kind of longish legs. I think okay. she's got a little, like, kind of, a, she's a little bit of a taller yeah. Chihuahua Pomeranian. And I'm not sure what else. There might be a little bit of Italian Greyhound in there. I don't, you never know with these dogs, you know, for the pound. And they never really reveal they don't tell us. I haven't gotten her analyzed. I heard there's a new Chihuahua basketball league. She'd really be a center, wouldn't she? She would be perfect. She loves yeah. balls, but she's very, very, very athletic. <laughs> and the other thing is a friend of mine used to work at Dog Fancy, and when he'd see, he calls them a who's your mama, who's your daddy dog. And I've got a mutt myself named Cleo who we did the DNA test on her, and they came back to say that she has poodle, terrier, bichon, and somehow a splash of basset hound. I don't see oh, it. Oh, wow. Isn't that cool? That's really great. Yeah, I I haven't done that yet. It would be really interesting to find out what what exactly they really are comprised of, what dogs they are. Well, if you ever do that, the tips from the veterinarians are you should do the one that is the blood draw, not the little cheek swab, because if Grendon had like a pork chop or something that day, it may come back that, you know, she's part pig. So go with the blood uh, version. Yeah, you don't know. I don't know. It's kind of nice. You know, you don't know what their heritage is. All we know is that they love us. And from what I've been told, you have described yourself as a major dogizer. Is that right? I am. Well, anytime I see a dog anywhere, I have to comment on it. And, you know, I don't always pet them just because, you know, it's not convenient, but I'd like to. You know, they're just beautiful animals and they're so loving. And they really are connection, like a human connection into the animal world. They're the closest species to us, you know, and I just adore them. And isn't it amazing if you think about it, you know, God was sitting up there in heaven one day creating all these different species and he came up with dog. And you've got everything from like a Grundren dog to, you know, a Great Dane. And, you know, if you look at people, for the most part, we got two arms, two legs. You know, we just, you know, change a little bit of the hair and the skin. But, you know, you've got dogs that you can fit in your hand and dogs that can fit you in their paw. I don't I know, know what God was thinking. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> but they also all kind of have this same spirit you know they want to please you they want to love you they're the species is very alike in a lot of ways even more so than human beings like in the way that they want to please and they want to love and it's just amazing so if dogs rule the world what do you think this place would be like margaret i think it would be pretty great (laughs) i think it would be a lot of barking (laughs) but it would be really really awesome i love dogs so much I, i love cats too but i'm allergic to cats so that limits my contact with um cats but i just love animals that's cool now i understand you tell me truth or fiction 
When you were on and getting ready for Dancing with the Stars, you were inspired by this amazing dancing golden retriever in a video called the Moringa Dog. I saw that video. Oh, my God. Tell me about this video. (laughs) Uh, The video is amazing because it's so, like, what's so sweet about it is the dog is so invested in her dance partner and is paying such close attention and really enjoying and savoring that Mm -hmm. moment. And I think that's so beautiful. Like, dogs really teach us how to be in the moment and be present and be aware of what's happening right then because that's all they care about and that's all they know. That dog had some moves. That dog was going front, back, side, and the whole time it's a golden retriever, folks, and it's the whole time balanced on her hind legs. Incredible. That's like me trying to wear high heels, I think. I, I don't know. I think really the dog fun. Uh, really cute. Yeah. So how did that inspire you? Tell us a little backstory or anything behind the scenes when you were on Dancing with the Stars season 11. Well, I was inspired just because the dog was so into her partner, and that's what you just have to be when you're dancing on that show, is just being really focused on your partner and being in the moment and being in the dance. And that's right. really the important thing. So that's how I got inspired. Your partner was Louis Van Amstel, right? Yeah, Louis Van Amstel, right. So anything, do you do any of these moves now in the privacy of your home or in front of your dogs? Uh, or- yeah, a little bit. I mean, I definitely dance still, and it's a really great way to keep fit and be active, and it's just a wonderful art form. It's great exercise, and it's a lot of fun. Do you teach any moves to uh, your doggies yet? Oh, no, they're not really the dancing type, exactly. <laughs> they don't got rhythm? I'm sure they do. Uh, it hasn't been tested yet. All right, all right. Now, a little bit of backstory, if we could, about you growing up. You grew up in San Francisco, from what I understand, and in your comedy routines, you have a lot of fun with your mother. And I saw the show that you did where you were talking about you can almost feel and sense your mother the whole time you were on the show Dancing with the Stars. Tell us about your mom and your connection. Oh, well, she loved that show, and so I would perform, but it was hard because she would stay in the front row and then emit this low pitch moan that only I could hear. So it was kind of like, like a dog whistle. Like yeah, it was like a <laughs> like so it was really <laughs> it's really hard to concentrate. Um, so it was very dog like. Yeah, yeah. What's your relationship like with your mom? It's great. We're very close. We're good friends. Uh, we hang out. It's just a, a great joyous thing to be able to have that fun relationship with your parents, which often happens when you get older. You know, it's like, yeah, what is it? Do we grow up or do they just give up and wave the white flag and say, OK, this is this is why <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both. And it's really nice. Now, there was a special dog in your life and uh, his name is spelled Ralph, but you pronounce it differently. It's pronounced Rafe. He was a shepherd mix. He was about like, I guess maybe half uh, maybe Australian shepherd dog and then other half. We don't know, you know. He was 14 when he died and he was my best friend, you know, really what a great dog and, and what a great experience to be able to have such an amazing relationship with an animal for that long, you know. Now, he was named in honor of Rafe Fine. Rafe Fine, yeah. who I really liked in the English person. <laughs> and so this is like the right thing to name this dog. So if I should probably name my next dog Cho because I like yeah. what you do. That's nice. I All right. It. I got Chipper and Cleo and two cats, Zeke and Murphy, and I call them my Furry Fab Four. And we do little rap oh. songs, you know, like, oh, Chipper, Cleo, Murphy, and Zeke. I got all my family with me. You know, just not that great. I love but, it. Uh, but do you sing to your dogs? I do. I think we should start canine karaoke. Oh, that's cute. You, you already are that's a singer. Really 
cute. I do National Dog Party Day every June to benefit shelters and adoptions, and we're going to do it in L.A., San Diego, New York, and Miami this year. But we should get one oh. to Atlanta. We should get you on. We've got some actresses and everybody that come up, and we raise money for shelters. We could do a canine. Oh, I love it. What do you think? That's a really good idea. I love it. Yes. Okay. Well, we got you on now. Okay. Don't you think that they just feel our energy when we're acting goofy like that? Well, they love it. I mean, my dogs get super excited whenever I sing around them. And I think it does, you know, like my big dog, Rafe, had a lot of hip problems. So the vibration of singing and playing music around him, I think, really did calm him down. It helped his uh, hips a little bit, you know. There's a vibration that happens that, you know, it soothes them. And they, they love to be active with us and engaged with us. So it's a great idea. Now, in your CD, is the Hey Big Dog a tribute to him? Yes. You know, it's my attempt of writing a love song for dogs, you know, writing a love song between people and their dogs because we love our animals so much. Well, I wanted to know if you could, would you mind doing a little bit of it, a beginning of it? <laughs> hey, big dog, why are you afraid of the wind? It will always blow the doors and windows in. It's really just a, it's like such a sweet, duet it so i need a duet partner <laughs> yeah i know because there's one word there's a phrase where you say stop licking your paws and the dog responds i like the taste i am the boss <laughs> squirrel's got to be chased i mean folks this is you know what you got the talk of the dog in your song oh yeah well it's it's the what it, i think you know that's what they would sing to you if they could sing well, if that's the photo of Rafe, what a beautiful looking dog. A little eye- caramel colored eyebrows. What a smart yeah, looking Yeah, he's a smart boy. He was a good, good boy. I think we all, if we're lucky on this planet, we have what we call a heart dog, and it sounds like he's the one. Yeah, he was my big boy. He was my big super boy. Now, he passed away on the same day as a couple other celebrities. Yeah, he died at the same time as Michael Jackson and Sarah Fawcett. So he got shoved to the side. I didn't see his story in the headlines. I was kind of I know. It was really sad, but it was tough. You know, losing an animal is a very difficult thing, and I don't think that anybody can really process it. I don't think you get over it, really. Nobody I know who has been through it can get through it with any kind of, you know, without an incredible heartache. It's tough. You know, I think when people say, oh, you'll get over it and blah, 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 I think I want to say to them, bite me, you know? I think it's okay to, I think it's good to talk about Rafe and and the other pets that we've had in our life and and to talk to people that actually get it. And, you know, I think that's the best advice, whether it's a beloved person, two-legger or a three-legger or a four-legger, I think you should always keep them in your memory. You know, I don't think you ever get over them. Yeah. Now, on that you. down note, we're going to go take a commercial break and try to get a little more lively. But we are speaking to the one and only actress, comedian, singer, author, dog lover, Margaret Cho. You know her on the show, Drop Dead Diva. We're going to talk a little bit about season four on Lifetime and a little bit about what she's up to right after we take this commercial break. So everybody, please just sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, 
front paw sleeves and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet hey everybody, this is Harlan Williams, and you're listening to Arden Moore on Behave. And uh, I got my baby draft here, and he wants to say hi. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm so excited we have Margaret Cho on our show. You are in the show, Drop Dead Diva. Let's talk a little bit about that. Your character is kind of a, a sassy assistant with a little bit of a bite, wouldn't you say, as yeah. Terry Lee for Jane. Tell us a little bit about your role and how you landed it in Drop Dead Diva. Well, I was um, actually, it was through the process of writing my album, I ended up meeting Josh Berman, who's the creator of that show at a show of a mutual friend of ours, singer-songwriter Jay Brannon, and we talked about the show, and we talked about doing it, and then I ended up being the first person cast in it, and then we shot the pilot, and, you know, it was really a great experience, and I love being on the show. We have a great time together. Everybody's really close, you know, the, the cast and everybody, we're all really, really close friends, and we have a great time. So for the three people out there that don't tune in, tell us a little bit about what the premise is, because it's kind of a little quirky. Uh, you got a little fantasy and comedy and drama all kind of blended. Yeah, it, well, it's about a sort of dumb, shallow model who dies, and then her body is like, um, her body, I guess, is transformed into where she goes into the body of a lawyer who's really smart, but, you know, not so in tune with who she is, and and so it's really about her transformation, kind of going from the life of the mind to the life of the body and back, and it's a cool show. It's a really fun show. So when this model goes up to heaven, there was something about a zero, zero. What's that mean? She's kind of, like, really shallow and does nothing for other people, and then (laughs) when she sort of goes into this other life, she's all about taking care of other people, so it's really a, a change in everything that you are, and it's really cool. Yeah, and in your role, you get to have a little uh, verbal smackdown with Kathy Griffin, as a, who's a guest, right? Yeah, that was fun. I mean, it was just <laughs> a, a fun, it was a really fun episode, and it's fun to have her around. I, I really love her, and we have a good time together. And, and You get to really say the B word. Company. No, it's fun. Okay. <laughs> so what was her role on, has she come back and forth a little bit, or... Well, she was a guest star. She plays the sister of one of the attorneys at the firm that the lead character Jane works at. So she's sort of a mean uh, sister. Yeah, she's playing a sister to Kim, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm trying to get all the players straight here. I love the title, Drop Dead Diva. That's awesome. So uh, it's on Lifetime Sunday nights, right? Yes. We'll go back to new episodes next summer. So we're like a summer show. So right. we're um, shooting, um, we start shooting in February, and then we'll be back uh, next year. Okay. Well, I want everybody to tune in because I think it's a great show. And you know what? You get a lot of comedians on here. You get a lot of famous people want to be on the show. Yeah, because we just have, like, such a great, I mean, we have such a great relationship with, you know, like, women and funny women and great writing for funny women. And so, and it's a lot of my friends. So that's really a great honor to have them on. All right. Well, that sounds good. Now, I had read somewhere that you once described yourself as having a dog 
husband? Well, that was Rafe. Rafe! All right. Well, I mean, because at the time I had him, I was single, and then, you know, um, he would sleep in the bed with me, and he was such a big dog that he would sleep on his back. Um, really? And with his head on the pillow. Which is very, <laughs> so he looked like a dog man, and he was so cute and is big and protective. And it's nice when you're on your own to have like a big dog. You just feel safer and you just feel, I don't know, I just felt really good about it. You know, I agree because I've got a 60-pound golden retriever husky and a little 12-pound mystery mutt. And when Chipper barks at the door, woof, woof, you know, and then you open up the door and she goes, I'm just kidding, come on in. But I don't know, there is something about having, I don't know how big Rafe was, how big? He was about 80 pounds, so wow. you, know, you, you really felt safe around him. He was a big, very, very strong boy. So when you were dating, you got to find the, the folks that are secure in, in their manhood, I guess, right? Like your husband? Yeah, well, he was just a lover, too. So he was very, very nice to everybody, and he loved everybody, or he did love everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Now, I want also people to know that you do have a website. It's really tricky, folks. It's margaretcho.com, right? Yes. yes. (laughs) I mean, it is a very busy site. Give us a little uh, sampling of, I mean, I saw that recently there was, a, I guess, a painting or something done of Rafe that you really liked. Yeah, there was a really beautiful painting that my friend, Sean Barber, who's an amazing tattooist and also painter, did for me for my birthday. You're a December baby, so happy birthday. Yes. Thank you. Where are you putting this tribute to Rafe? Where is it? The painting is right right now. I I need to get it framed. Right now, it's on, there's sort of like this altar thing that I have with Rafe's ashes. Yeah. There's all these different paintings, different artists have done of him because he's he's actually been painted quite a lot. So that's really nice. And uh, so the painting is there and I think I'll hang it above when I get it framed. All right. Well, that sounds good. So you go dogless. Can't you work your dogs somehow in the plot of Drop Dead Diva so they have to I want to. That would be so great. That would be amazing. I really wish I could. I would love to have them there. But, you know, it's also sad because then my my husband, of course, is a big, big dog lover, too. So then he (laughs) would have to go dogless. So it's either one or the other. Yeah, it's really sad. So when you come back from shooting Drop Dead Diva, tell me what happens the minute you open the door. Well, they get so excited, you know, and um, they're like really um, thrilled to see me. You know, they're also used to me going away in the way that my life has been. So they don't really, it's not that insane, you know, they get excited, but they're also used to me being gone a lot. And then, you know, the dogs get really mad when my husband goes away because they are not used to that. So he goes out of town for whatever reason. When he comes back, they're so angry with him. Like, the little <laughs> chihuahua won't even, like, look at him, and it's really, really? funny. Oh, it's Gundren so disses Al? Wow, wow. She really disses him. She gets really, really offended. It's really <laughs> funny. Now, you are shooting Drop Dead Diva, but I want folks to know in January and February and April, it looks like you're going to be in L.A., Vancouver, and Birmingham, right? For the show, so yes. tell us how we can learn more about that. They can go to margaretshow.com. I'm always doing shows somewhere around somewhere, so there's like a lot of activity and a lot of stuff. But I also blog every day, and so there's a lot of stuff on my site for that. And yeah, I, but I'm I'm always performing somewhere. Okay, so what's next? Any more guest fun appearances? I know you've been on Thirty Rock, you've been on some TV and movies. What's going up for you? I'm not sure. You know, I'm just trying to focus on stand up. 
comedy and, uh, you know, I'm going to go back to shoot Drop Dead Diva in February. And then so, you know, I'm just kind of enjoying my time in Los Angeles and enjoying my time with my dogs, you know, while I can have that, you know, and uh, yeah, so that's it. Do you sleep ever? Just seriously. I'm just looking at all you do in a day. You've written books. You've got CDs out. <laughs> you do stand up. I know. It's Pet your dogs. Well, that's what's my favorite is petting them. How many tattoos are you up to now? I have quite a few. Um, I'm getting more, too, but they're all kind of in areas that are easily hidden because I think that's important, too, to have that kind of cloak of invisibility that you can hide them. And so, okay. like, I have a lot, though. I mean, do you have a favorite tattoo artist or do you go to different ones? I go to all different ones. You know, I okay. have a lot of friends who are tattoo artists, so mm-hmm. they're all great. You know, everybody I, I work with is phenomenal. Do you have any canine ones? Well, I have one that is a horse that has a sort of Rafe's name on. I don't know why. I don't like the way that, uh, I don't know, the tattoos that I've seen of dogs would look on me. So I, I decided to have him represented as a horse because I think that's what he always wanted to be, you know, very tall and strong and mm-hmm. big and, you know, just um, like a very, very forceful creature. So I, I got the tattoo of him, but he's a horse, not a dog. And I should say that your show dependent did get a Grammy nominee. You two-time Grammy Award nominee, right? Yes. That's true. Awesome. I mean, I, I have to make sure I get the numbers right because we had Betty White on and I said the number of Emmys she won and she said, no, dear, I've won one more. And so I got chastised by Betty. So I just want to keep oh, my no. numbers right, you know. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? We're speaking with Margaret Show. You've got to check out her website, margaretshow.com. She's going to be performing her stand-up routine. All different parts of North America go to the margaretshow.com site. And you got to tune in in the summer for the fourth season of Drop Dead Diva. And everybody, I am happy to announce that Margaret has agreed to sign autograph. Yes, her paw print, her yeah. autograph, is going to be on her CD, Cho Dependent. you got to get your hands on it. My favorite song from that list is Hey Big Dog, in honor of her beloved dog, Rafe. Margaret, what should we put as the code word? Maybe uh, Rafe, you think? Rafe, that sounds great. And it's spelled R-A-L-P-H. How's that? And we'll get you with your people, and we'll get the lucky winner to get an autographed CD. So I really appreciate you doing that. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. Do you uh, have any special wish for any of the Duggies out there? Anything you want to share before we say goodbye? Well, I just hope that they're all getting lots of kisses and lots of good treats and lots of walks, and that they're just being loved because they're so precious. Yeah, someone said that you said if dogs wore lipstick, your collar would be covered with kisses. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, when I see some lady on the street with a little collar of kisses, I know it's you. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. We're on for the canine karaoke. Sorry. You know, okay. We're going to have to have you on for that. All right, I'm glad what we've had Margaret Shaw on the air. She is a comedian, actress, author, singer, dog lover. She does it all. She reaches out to the gay and lesbian community. She's got a blog you got to check out. I mean, she maximizes every minute of every day. And that's what we're on this earth for, right? Yeah, I think so. All right, so everybody, I also want to do a shout-out to my producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week, and he's probably the genius why our network is the number one pet podcast network on the planet. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do. And get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. 
From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand. This is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com.